Hello and welcome to a Gem in Orlando podcast. My name is Gemma Cavini. I am a Brit, in case you can't tell by the accent, uh, planning a dream trip to Orlando next year with my lovely boyfriend, Matt, who may or may not be making an appearance in later episodes. Just depends on how popular this is and may have no one listening. <laughs> uh, the reason I'm making this podcast is that I've, of course, ever since we booked our trip, uh, which is in April 2022, uh, I've been researching some really good tips and tricks and other things. But what I found is uh, all of the content I've watched on YouTube and other podcasts, although it is amazing content with loads of information and tips, the creators just kind of tend to focus on either just Disney or just Universal. So I thought, I know most families will do just one or the other and of course either stay on Disney or Universal property, but what about the adults that are staying off property, not conventionally hiring a car so they will need transport options and it is their first time? What would make an adults only trip to both Disney and Universal as magical as if you were traveling with the kids? Well, I'm going to save you doing what I've had to do and compile everything I've found out into this podcast. Of course, if you do have any questions or queries or even something you want me to research and cover for you in a later episode, please do feel free to email me at a gem in Orlando at outlook.com. I'm always happy to hear from you and your feedback. Of course, any research that includes the names of any creators on any platform, I will, of course, credit and direct you to subscribe to, as some of the content is absolutely incredible and it gets you so excited. It's got me very excited. Uh, Just please bear in mind, I am no expert. I'm simply a novice, as most of us are when they're planning a big trip like this. So the first episode is a bit of background about how we booked our trip, where I found planning materials, and I will, of course, always direct you to those planning materials. First things first, it is never, I mean never, too early to start planning the basic aspects of your trip. Of course, this is being broadcast as of March 2021, so we still have over a year to go, but I'm excited. I haven't been for years. Yes, I have been to Orlando before. However, first time I was nine, Then I was 12 and then 17. So ages that were great to experience certain rides and attractions, but I found those classic attractions I remember from those times either won't be suitable for me or us as adults or have unfortunately gone or been rethemed into something else that's more family friendly. Um, Also, I have heard there are some amazing alcoholic drinks in both Disney and Universal, which is a girl in her early 30s with now with a love of cocktails. This may be a little bit more of a priority for me now. And Matt does like a drink too. (laughs) Now, for adults that are either big kids like me and Matt and love theme parks and roller coasters, we have a Merlin annual pass for all the UK attractions, or even just adults that want a holiday or honeymoon, you'll never forget, I'd say Orlando is so appealing. Yes, their main focus at Disney World is families, but they have plenty of magic for adults or honeymooners. For example, if you're on a honeymoon or celebrating an anniversary, the cast members will go out of their way to make it extra special, be it taking a special photo outside the castle with bride and groom ears or that kind of stuff, free stuff. Universal Resort is kind of geared towards adults and older children so I am a huge and I mean a huge Harry Potter fan and Wizarding World fan I'm extremely excited for our Universal days Um, the Wizarding World wasn't even thought about when I last visited at 17 so I feel like more adults will prefer Universal to Disney and maybe some other Orlando attractions but I do feel like both resorts are worthy of visiting and will have something for everyone including just adult parties so when do you book 
from experience and research, I'd say at least a year in advance to get the best prices. We went with Virgin Holidays and the whole trip, including our park ticket, sits in at around £3,500. Although if you book things separately, you may well find this a lot cheaper. We chose to book it all through an app to cover company, so the COVID covers included. You don't necessarily get this with booking flights, car hire tickets separately. So I'd check with the current climate if COVID is still plaguing us in 2022. Hopefully it won't be. Um, if you are booking your bits and pieces separately, it's covered in case covid causes you to cancel your trip with booking flights separately we found flights aren't usually released until 12 months in advance so make sure you're checking sites like skyscanner places like that really regularly because they will pop up around about 12 months in advance so we also weighed up the idea of car hire versus transportation. Uh, it is only Matt that drives at the moment, but hopefully by the time we get to 2022, I will be driving. Because <laughs> of COVID, I couldn't pass my test last year. So, you know, anyway, that's another story. Uh, we decided against car hire because we looked at the parking fees for the parks each day and they, they can rack up really, really quickly. It's like $25, $26 a day. Uh, it can be quite extortionate, plus the fact that when we do want an alcoholic drink in a park, that meant that probably only me, myself, could enjoy, you know, an alcoholic drink. And we both kind of want to enjoy that that side of things together, you know, as you, as you would do. Um, so there are plenty of transportation links, especially if, like us, you are staying on international drives, or I drive, as I will refer to it from now on. Um, you have the iRod trolley, which will take you to the SeaWorld End, so you can grab a Lynx bus to Disney. Uh, this is especially good if you're hotel shuttles. So most hotels on iDrive, they do operate shuttles to the theme park, they are, but they do only run certain times. You may want to stay later at a park. For example, if you want to stay at Magic Kingdom for the fireworks, uh, they're amazing. Uh, the Lynx buses do run from 4am to 3am daily. So if you are staying on iDrive, the iRide trolley does only run until 10pm. But, you know, you could get the Lynx bus back to the SeaWorld stop and grab an Uber or a Lyft. I mean, that's what probably what we're going to do if we're staying we're going to do a full day at the magic kingdom so um we're probably going to get the links bus back and then grab an uber because we are literally where we're staying is literally about half an hour walk from universal so we are nearer to universal than disney anyway uh, but there are plenty of transportation options instead of driving you do not have to drive out there but if you do want to drive out there for example if you wanted to head to bush gardens although side note there is transportation for that part from our drive as well. So, but just bear in mind the parking fees at the resorts, you know, the full, the fuel, the full, the fuel <laughs> and the lack of drinking, you know, you won't be able to drink and drive. So. Now, location, location, location. We've decided to stay on our drive, international drive. Um, it is so central to all that we want to do out there. Uh, it's an excellent location. There's restaurants galore. There's other small attractions that you may not have even thought of on your trip, such as Wonderworks, which I went to when I was younger. It was great. I'm going to go back there again. Madden Two Swords, Sea Life Orlando, which we may well do um, as we've got Merlin annual passes here in the UK. We do get discount on the international attractions as well. So we may take advantage of our little discount. <laughs> um, and either end is where you'll find them all. So one end, the top end you've got the mall at millennia and the bottom end you've got the florida mall so if you do want a shopping day uh, it's a really good location to stay so that you can get to both of those uh, that being said if you're driving Kissimmee is also a great option if you're wanting a villa like so if there's a group of you like a group of your friends and things like that um rather than just a couple uh kissimmee's got some lovely villas and they normally have private pools 
as well with heating or without heating um so kissimmee is a great option they do also have the links buses in kissimmee i believe as well don't quote me on that i will double check that <laughs> so i mean if you are just wanting to do just disney or just universal it would probably be wise it is a little bit more expensive um staying on property because if you are doing just disney or just universal you will get extra perks so for example if you're staying at the walt disney world resort normally when you book you'll have an option they're not doing it at the moment because of covid but Pre-COVID and hopefully after COVID, they will offer the Disney dialing plan free with your booking or as a discount. And if you are going to Universal, if you're doing just Universal, you normally get a free express pass for each person in your party if you're staying on Universal property. Plus, you do get a few discounts as well on food and drink as well there as well. So if you are just doing one or the other, it's best for the perk even if it's just for the perks just to stay on disney property or universal property so but if uh, if you're planning on doing things like sea world and other like discovery cove even if you're planning to do those things we're planning to go to sea world um i would recommend staying on iDrive. it is so central so yes that's what i would do but look i hear you cry why are you planning so early jim one, we're super excited, <laughs> like super, super excited. The minute we booked it, I started looking at YouTube videos. I started looking, listening to podcasts. I started researching everything, getting planning materials on the internet, that kind of stuff like that. So yes, we're super excited. And two, early planning is essential if you're going to get everything you want to do down. So if you're doing everything, if you're doing Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Discovery Co, Bush Gardens, all of the other things, shopping day, I drive that if you're doing everything you need to plan early you can't just get there and then just do what you feel because it's not going to work for you okay <laughs> so in the next in the next episode I will be going over early plans you can make without knowing the park hours or booking fast passes so at the moment if you're not staying on Disney property the fast pass booking system is only 30 days in advance so if you're staying on disney property it is 60 days in advance of the date you arrive so at the moment it used to be 180 days but uh obviously because of covid i think they've changed that as well so um and also park hours park opening hours usually aren't released until about six months in advance so anyway I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will see you in the next one. Thanks for joining me. And don't forget to email me with any feedback or questions at a gem in Orlando at outlook.com. Get excited. The magic rolls around fast. <laughs>